0: Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman! But stay for Anthony! Gotta stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi everybody, it's Kenny Wendorski. And, Kenny, we're in we're in a rare state that we have seldom been in since starting this show. I have edited all of our back episodes.
1: Oh. Yeah. That's, I, that's I th- cool.
0: <laughs> I think it's only happened one other time that I haven't had a backlog of, of editing work in front of me.
1: Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, well done, sir. Yeah.
0: I, I, I do it in fits and spurts. I'll, a couple of weeks will go by, and I'm editing them the night before, like, ah, this is a pain. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then I'll get into it and do, like, three or four episodes in a day, just back. Hang them out like, yeah, I'm on a roll.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm sure it's a nice form of time travel, too, because, uh, like yeah. you said. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. In fact, speaking of time travel, so correction the Twitter. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Twitter's back. Uh, that was back as of our last recording session, I'm pretty sure. But uh, last episode, I cut out a big chunk where we were talking about, oh, yeah, this is our 50th episode. Wow. Uh-huh. I had the count wrong. Oh. This is our 50th episode. Oh, okay. Last week was our 49th. So, yeah, big episode five zero today. Wow. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and almost halfway through, I think we decided it was 109 episodes altogether. I think
1: so, yes.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, not counting bonus episodes like the, uh, like, Hammerman. Nobody's Perfect. That was a bonus. Uh, we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I think that should be a bonus too.
1: I think so. I, yeah. I
0: agree. That's you know. So we'll have two episodes come out that week because you know when we do a bonus, it doesn't doesn't take the place of your normal scheduled bat rankings, That's right?
1: Yeah. Uh. I'm looking forward to that. It's been a while since I've seen Mask of the Phantasm. You know, remember when they re released in theaters? Mm-hmm. I never got to see it. It was oh. uh, so my wife was going to have our, our son, I think, two days before the movie. And so, we, yeah, I know, yeah, right? okay. <laughs> so we were going to have this big <laughs> final date. We went out, we got Italian food, and we were going to see the movie. But it was, after we finished eating, A, we were really full, and B, it was kind of like, this is our last time for quiet. And so we wound <laughs> up not going to Mask of the Phantasm, which now I'm kind of like, oh, I, I wish I had seen that on the big screen again. Because I did see it in theaters when they released it back in 93. I think it was 93.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't see it in theaters back in the day. It I was, didn't like
1: uh, it in theaters. I didn't like it. Really? Wow. My dad didn't like it. And so that kind of influenced me. Wow. This is back when, you know. His,
0: yeah. Well, my parents are obviously right about everything. Exactly. I'm, a, I'm an idiot child. So this is so. supposed <laughs> to be crap.
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I remember my dad was like, well, that was a waste of money. And so I don't know why I agreed with him. But I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> now looking back, it's like, yeah, you know what, little 9-year-old little Kenny, 10-year-old Kenny, you stand up for yourself. Just, you know what? You I have had, your own opinion. I had a similar <laughs> movie-going experience
0: with my dad. We went to see uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Oh, yeah. And and I really liked it. And he was like, oh, well, that was crap. Um, and then in retrospect, in my case, no, dad was
1: right. <laughs> I was an idiot child. And now I know better. Thanks, dad. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better. I am, and you can look this up. It's mm. my secret shame. I gave a B plus to Batman and Robin, the movie for the <laughs> our local newspaper, the Tucson Citizen. That's right. When I was a teen critic, <laughs> everyone gave that movie an A. And I left the theater thinking, that movie is pretty stupid. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Yeah. It, just, it was so weird, yeah. so fucking weird. But everyone was giving it an A, even the main critic. So I gave a B-plus so, wow. to Batman and Robin. You, you were closer to right than anybody else, <laughs> but still wrong. <laughs> and it's my secret shame, but you can apparently still find this online. Sarah found a little picture. I'm 16 years old. I'm oh, man. super fat. Remember me? Yeah, back? 16, yeah. zits everywhere, big-ass glasses, braces. And I just look at that picture and I'm like, God, stupid fucking kid. Yeah, was it the, uh... <laughs> yeah, that would have been,
0: because it was the, was it the summer before senior year that you lost it, it all the was,
1: weight? Yeah. It was like 97 is when the movie came out. Yeah. So yeah, I lost it junior year.
0: So yeah, that would have been like right before yeah. you lost all that weight. And, Crazy. Uh,
1: yeah. So, and I always kind of make the joke it was like, well, I mean. Of all the stupid things to do when you're sixteen, I guess it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: <laughs> I mean let's let's get real too. We all we all walked out of the Phantom Menace that first time going, I mean it was pretty good. Yeah, you know? And it, it wasn't until I saw it on video that I realized, have I been lying to myself? Is this horse shit? I
1: think we both... Yeah, this is horseshit. I saw that three times in the theater, and every time I was like, well, maybe I just got to see it one more time. Yeah, you know. One time turns two, two turns to three, then we own it on VHS, and every time it just... Wait a
0: minute. <laughs> now we're in our 30s
1: and we know. We just yeah. know it wasn't. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, I've been watching Star Trek Picard and I've I've reached a point in my life where I'm under no illusions. No, it's it's bad.
1: Is it? It's, That's it's, a bummer. It's not a good show. Because you were telling me the first episode, you were kind of down with it. I, yeah, the first episode, like, it sets some stuff up and it's like, you know, when, when
0: you're excited about something, that first episode, you're imagining all the ways it could go right and yeah. then as every new episode comes out, it's like... <sighs> This isn't going right. This is going wrong. that's
1: sad. They are doubling down on their worst impulses here. That was a fear of mine, because Star Trek, I would say, TNG has one of the, if not the best series finales.
0: Yeah, out of just about anything serious finales yeah. are hard to do
1: yeah cuz you got to you got to wrap it all up yep. and you have to set it on its farewell farewell course yep i think tng did a wonderful job with its past present future two-parter yep uh best of both no. best of both worlds so, or no um, uh all good things thank you yeah and oh, it ends with them playing poker yep beautiful ending didn't need to bring picard nice. back out of retirement so yeah strange. i mean shoot
0: i <laughs> I like First Contact. That is one where you watch it now, and I see all the flaws that I didn't oh, see as the a movie. kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I still enjoy it.
1: I like that one because it's when you know it's kind of it's got time travel. It's, yeah, it's kind of got like a
0: zombie vibe with the Borgs. Yeah, it's it's a big dumb action movie yeah. with with a coat of Star Trek paint, but, but it's
1: shiny. Yeah, it's, it's shiny <laughs> and it's fun,
0: and yeah, Picard is is shiny. Like the production values, the the. The the people in charge of, of crafting this piece of television from a production standpoint are doing a bang-up job. It looks good, it sounds good. Yeah. But yeah, the writing's just not there. That's that's where it all falls apart. But yeah, but it's it's also the pacing is so slow, it's plodding yeah. and and why are we talking about this? Back to
1: Batman! <laughs> Back to Batman! Well, apparently one of our guest stars was from TNG. That's true. Hugh himself. Yeah,
0: John Delancey.
1: I couldn't pick him out of a crowd.
0: Yeah, as, as one of the Penguin's henchmen, Eagleton. Yeah. And we open up at the beginning of this episode, the Penguin doesn't show up himself in this first scene, but we open up on a Penguin-shaped hood ornament, which is a great piece of visual storytelling. Yeah, like, yeah. hey kids, it's going to be a Penguin episode. Uh, it's a don't, don't roll
1: your eyes quite yeah. yet. Yeah,
0: just, <laughs> st- stick around, please.
1: Uh, uh, Birds of a feather was okay. You might like this one. Yeah. So. <laughs> In
0: fact, I dare say. and you know, we haven't run the science on it yet. I dare say this might be our strongest penguin episode yet. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. That that is my <laughs> hypothesis. We'll test it out. Test it with science later. But right now, we open up on this uh, on this car chase. Uh, these mooks are, are shooting machine guns at the Batmobile. Robin's in the mix; he's he's riding shotgun, and they just laugh yeah. when these guys shoot machine guns at the Batmobile. Like they, I think Batman says they they must be new in town.
1: Yeah, which is great because yeah. uh, we obviously know that it's got bulletproof. I mean, the Batmobile is, is yeah. like the perfect, you know, bulletproof uh, yeah. armored tank.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like you know. <laughs> later on, if 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 we ever get into Superman, it's it's like when Mooks shoot guns at Superman. Yeah. Like, have you not been paying attention, my dude? <laughs> you're
1: wasting money. Yeah, bullets <laughs> are expensive, so I'm told. Uh, but, but yeah, it's a big car chase scene. Uh, yeah, but these crooks,
0: they're they are smart and ballsy. These Mooks, because they 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 lead the chase out onto a drawbridge. With you know a boat going going underneath uh, going across the river, the driver who is Eagleton, played by John Delancey, jumps their car off of the open drawbridge that's just closing, makes it just in the nick of time, lands on the boat that's going underneath, mm-hmm. and Batman in hot pursuit slams on the brakes just in time to get only the hood of the Batmobile crunched in the closing yeah. drawbridge. So, damn, this is, like, you want to talk Mila Anthony's? They got to, yeah, yeah. These are some top-tier mooks. I don't think we should rate them quite yet, because yeah. they've got another good bit coming up. But we, we now meet, because the Batmobile has been terribly damaged, we now meet Earl Cooper. Yes. The titular mechanic.
1: Uh, they go to this abandoned warehouse facility. There's one of this... Gotham's many abandoned creepy <laughs> warehouses. This one used by the good guys. This one used by uh, Batman and, and Robin. There's a uh, hidden door compartment mm-hmm. where the Batmobile is lowered into this huge uh, warehouse. Uh, and it's, it's cool. It's a cool concept. Yeah. And it kind of brought up. You know where does he get those wonderful toys? As yep. we're taught in the nineteen eighty nine Batman, this is where.
0: Yeah, he's he's got a guy for that. Yeah,
1: uh, he's got a guy, and he's got a daughter, and they're very handy with tools.
0: And it does make me wonder. Do you think that he has a different guy for the Batplane? Might or I'm, I'm i just I want to know. Did Earl Cooper program the sassy Batplane? I don't think he did.
1: I don't think so. Or the
0: Batmobile would be sassy he too. It seems and to it's be not. just the car guy. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, Earl sees it and he's like, oh crap, uh, looks like we got to do some work on here. Yeah, give me about a week. Yeah.
0: And take the loners, which it turns out are the Bat Cycles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. Uh, they speed off and it's time for Earl and his daughter to get to work.
0: Yep. And we we cut back to the Penguin in his, in his beautifully appointed straight out of Batman Returns under underground sewer waterfall hideout with his penguin throne. Yes. <laughs>
1: he's pissed because not only did their car get messed up in the car chase scene, yeah. but they stole these Autobahn pictures.
0: Yeah. So, Autobahn was a was a painter who the, the, the Autobahn Society is named after him. He did a lot of paintings of birds, hence why Penguin is so into his stuff.
1: Well, he's pissed because they're the wrong ones. They're the ones that aren't worth a lot. Yeah. So, he's, you know pissed off he's yelling at his hired goons and one of the hired goons comes in with a stranger
0: oh, yeah he says hey so this is a good thing boss since our car got messed up i had to get in touch with my auto supplier friend uh a mr rundle, rundle. who noticed some big parts orders that are consistent with uh through his auto supply company that are consistent with the damage to the Batmobile. Yes. So not only did these mooks uh Eagleton especially successfully evade Batman, but they also tracked him down through good old-fashioned detective work. This, this is top-tier mook
1: work. Very good mook. Uh all three
0: of them. Yeah. Very good so,
1: job mooks. So we've got yeah, we've got three of them. We've got Eagleton, Sheldrake, and Falcone. Uh, Sheldrake is the class 1980s Donatello voice from Ninja Turtles. Yes. Uh, The other one, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just a guy, as far as I can tell. But uh, I'm going to give these guys 750 milli-Anthonys apiece.
1: That's like... Isn't that the highest? The highest?
0: Uh, no. We gave eight hundred apiece to the dudes uh, to the Riddler mooks who successfully got away from Batman. Oh, I'm gonna. So spoilers for the for the end of the episode. They do ultimately get brought yeah. to justice. Yeah, That's why do. I'm rating them just below the Riddler mooks. Okay, alrighty. But uh, but still, you know, very good mook work good from these mooks. guys. Uh, and, and in fact, I'm going to argue. These guys are the real brains behind Penguin's organization. If it weren't for the fact that Penguin dicks around later on, I think if it was just these guys working for themselves, I think they could have defeated Batman here.
1: I, yes, I agree.
0: Yeah, so you know they're only failing; they don't believe in themselves. Yeah, they they think they still need Penguin to boss them around. It's
1: bad leadership.
0: Yeah, that's all it is. If these guys had the where had the moxie <laughs> to strike out on their own. I think they could do even better for themselves. I agree
1: with this. Yeah. And, and
0: that's that's really the hidden moral of this yeah. stories is you got to believe in yourself. Yeah. You know, I know that, you know, the, that working for the man feels, you know, secure. You got that, you know, you got that pension fund, you got that health care, but you got to, you know, got got to embrace that freelance life. Exactly.
1: Trust your own gut. Trust yeah. your own instincts.
0: Yeah, maybe start your own business. Yeah. That's this the American America. dream. Right. It's, you know, <laughs> It's, it, you know what? It's harder, but it's more rewarding <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day yes. when you kill Batman. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're your own boss. Yeah. Uh, it, you know <laughs> what? These guys should hook up with Sid
0: the Squid. Yeah. Yeah. Then they actually could be the guys who killed Batman.
1: Uh, wow. Well, I could see this as a comic book storyline. Yeah. Let's get let's get DC a call. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> if you could just get
0: these guys with Squid's ambition, yeah. you would really have something.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wow. <laughs> Something to think about.
0: Yep. <laughs> but uh meantime, so Penguin uh sends Mr. Rundle out to sea in our our yellow rubber ducky boat again straight out of Batman Returns.
1: Yeah. A lot of Batman Returns influence on this episode. Yeah. Which is great cuz I love that movie, so.
0: Yep. So it's it's a fun comic relief scene. I think it plays Yeah. Uh but they they track down Earl's uh, Earl's garage. Uh, they they notice oh there's a woman in uh, in Batman hostage time yeah that's what
1: they're good for <laughs> and they make Earl do his you know exposition as to how he became the mechanic yep um, yeah he's he was a whistleblower
0: yeah worked for a big auto firm that had some kind of not sure about the details some kind of unsafe new model of car yeah that they are legally not not liable for but Earl says look legalities be damned people are gonna get hurt this yeah. is you know the moral thing to do and they send some goons to rough him up fortunately Batman was eavesdropping
1: and then years later Batman comes upon Earl again in his super old school we're yeah. talking like Golden Age comics with the bat face for the hood Yep. and gets out of his car and says, I need a new car. Yep. And so Earl explains six months later, well, six months it took him to draw the picture uh, yep. blueprints, but then he created the Batmobile that we know today.
0: Yep. Which is, which is still, and will always be my favorite model of Batmobile. Uh,
1: see, I think the 89, that's my Batmobile. Yeah. But this is a, yeah, second place. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's,
0: this is, this is pretty similar yeah, in in yeah. in design like like a lot of the design elements from this show taken pretty directly from either 89 or returns. Yeah. But yeah. This is any other version of the Batmobile just just looks off to me.
1: I yes, I concur the Batman the Nolan trilogy. Mm-hmm. I always it, it was an, a fun design, a good idea, but I like my Batmobile to be kind of sleek and a little bit more, uh, I don't know, uh, less like a tank. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... just like a tank.
0: The Nolan version worked for what he was trying to do because...
1: It's from R&D department. Yeah, yeah.
0: well, and because this Batmobile, if you think about it for two goddamn seconds, it makes no sense. <laughs> How does he not get caught in traffic? Yeah. Gotham is a huge city... Like a car is the worst possible way to get around a huge city quickly. Yes. Like he should he should never use it. Yeah. He should always be in the Batplane. <laughs> but it's it's Batman logic, it's Batman. whatever.
1: <laughs> so after the exposition, uh they're gonna kinda booby trap the yeah. Batmobile.
0: Yeah, they they get Earl to to work up a little remote control for the Batmobile. Batman and Robin show up to pick up, you know, the repaired Batmobile and Earl is being real suspicious because he's trying to, you know, get them
1: a message. Yeah, he says uh, they're asking where his daughter is and he says she's in the basement. She went in the basement. The basement. <laughs> and Batman and Robin are like, okay. Nope. And then, By the way, I fixed
0: the air conditioning switch. Air conditioner. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces.
1: And, and then they say as they leave, "Is like, was it all kind of weird to you?" Yeah, yeah. You, you think a replicant. Could be, could be replicant. <laughs> he didn't say he was fine. Yeah,
0: so, but uh, so. yeah. Ironically, the fact that he didn't say he was fine means he might be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, as fine, the-
0: fine's like bad. It's become, it's turned into the opposite. Right. <laughs> bad means good. Fine <laughs> means bad.
1: <laughs> uh, Penguin shows up. They're in a car, and then yep. a car chase ensues.
0: I wonder. You know what? He's in the same car that got messed up. I wonder if uh, I wonder if
1: he also blackmailed Earl to fix up to their- fix up
0: his car as well.
1: <laughs> Maybe could be. Uh, you get a fun little car chase scene, and that's when it's discovered that their Batmobile is booby trapped. Yep. And
0: and here's where if Penguin just drove the Batmobile with his remote control, if he just drove it off a bridge, yes. right now instead of toying with them. Batman would be dead.
1: It's your stereotypical, like, I'm going to run them off a bridge. Mm-hmm. But no, psych, I'm going to run them into a wall. No, psych. Yep. Yeah, he decides to mess with them. They go um, to an airport. Yep. And about to hit a, an airplane. Psych. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. can kill him right now. Yeah. Bat- this is your chance. Yep. Batman
0: tries to, to hit the eject button, but that control's been switched. It deploys the airbags right. instead. Which, uh it's not how airbags work. It's it looks like a big soft pillow. Airbags will break your ribs, my dude. <laughs> uh, I yeah. know. I yeah. did, yes. It's like they it is literally explosives that make yeah. them inflate so quickly because they have to to, yeah. to deploy fast enough to cushion the blow. Like it'll break your rib but save your life doing That's it. That's true. Yeah, Batman and Robin should have been seriously injured here. <laughs>
1: uh, but you know, they're yeah. Yeah. whatever. And Comic and book logic. Exactly. And so Penguin makes them go all the way up to a building. And yeah. he's about to rev them off when that's when Batman realizes that what Earl had said down in the basement meant their yeah. crash.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a, a race car driver term for crashing. He was trying to warn them. Sure, why not? And, <laughs> and the, the deal with the air conditioning switch is, oh, that's what the eject system has been mapped to. Yeah. So, yeah, hits the air conditioner. They they pop out in their ejector hang gliders float on in and take uh take the penguin and his mooks uh
1: into custody and the mooks do get caught so that's yep. where your Mila anthony's you know yeah that's why they had to go down a notch but yeah still pretty good mooks oh yeah very good mooks yeah yeah top tier not really their quality remember they got away yeah but still yeah but good i mooks. was i was
0: looking at these mooks that's How i found their their names there it's never said in dialogue but it's in the credits um, but yeah, we will see all three of these mooks again in a future Penguin episode.
1: Penguin likes to double up on his, uh, yeah, yeah. recurring mooks. Uh, yeah, we've seen Robert Paulson a couple of times That's right. Now. Yeah.
0: yeah. His name is Robert Paulson. Uh,
1: but they go to jail. Penguin's making, uh, yeah, shining license plates. plates. Yep. Yeah. One bat for you. Yeah. I, I love
0: Batman being a troll. <laughs> Batman apparently ordered a custom license plate for yeah. his rebuilt Batmobile, I guess. <laughs>
1: and Penguin happened to be the one to get it.
0: Yeah. And Easter egg on that license plate uh, where it says, you know, the, the nickname of the state that it's being minted. It says the Dark Deco state. Right. Yeah. Which Dark Deco is the art team's. Mm-hmm. Uh, nickname for the art style, Art Deco but dark right. for Batman the Animated Series. So yeah. fun little Easter egg there. Yeah, yeah, and thus ends the mechanic. Yes,
1: Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yes, it does. I think this episode's okay. I I think I got more pleasure of it uh, as a kid because it was so similar to Batman Returns. Yep. But, you know, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's a decent
0: story. I think it's got some fun, like the comic relief lands. The set pieces are good. Mm -hmm. I like seeing the origin of the Batmobile. I like seeing the just (laughs) loving panning shots. Like, this is a love letter to the Batmobile. Yeah. This is the car porn episode of Batman. (laughs) And that works. I think my big criticism is the flashback in the middle is a whole lot of telling, not showing. And I think that really drags the pacing down. Are
1: we talking about Earl's exposition? Yeah. Um. See, that kind of worked for me. Yeah. I that. I could see your 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 point though, your viewpoint, but I think we needed it. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it really kind of slowed it down too much. For me, I think it was the the final act. It felt a little repetitive, mm-hmm. uh, but I I still got a kick of it. I love the airport scene. Where the Batmobile is coming towards an airplane, I was like, "That's perfect." I love that art.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the The animation was quite good. This was mm-hmm. another Don Yang animated episode, okay. and they they are they are always really solid. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, on balance, good episode. Just you know, not not perfect. Right. But right.
1: But, but compared to other penguin episodes, yeah, this well, is up there.
0: Let's well, let's see. Let's do some science and see how it how it does compare. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full
1: compliance. Start the, the
0: machine? Law, yes, in indeed. <laughs> the, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the random rons, number and generator up here, RNGesus. Yep. Ammunition. And uh, take a look at our big target list target of it. Jeez. 50 episodes. Ooh, lab yeah. coats on. Lab coats on. <laughs> pants is off. All right. Pants is off. Let's see what we got here. So I've been noticing. I've been so worried about getting all of this out in as few breaths as possible. As I've been editing the last few, I've noticed I haven't been projecting nearly as much. Like the music has been kind of drowning me out. So I'm going to try and bring the showmanship back a okay. little here. All right. You know, can't be, can't be too, you know, we'll, we'll get into science in a second. Right, right now. Let's, let's get some spectacle in there. <laughs> Two-Face, see no evil, cat in the claw, beware the gray ghost man, who killed Batman, almost got him perchance to dream, Robin's reckoning, heart of ice, laughing fish, I am the night, day of the samurai, eternal youth, pretty poison, the forgotten, Joker's favor, feet of clay, clock king, heart of steel, what is reality, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich, Joker's wild, vendetta, the last laugh, nothing to fear. The strange secret of Bruce Reigns, a ton of dreams in darkness, off balance, tiger tiger, appointment in Crime Alley, on Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Pigeon the Crime Doctor. It's never too late, the Underdwellers. Hammerman, nobody's perfect, terror in the sky, catch Scratch fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! <laughs> See, I ne- I needed an extra breath that time. That's all right, but though. but you know what? I think it's worth it. Yes. I think it's worth it. It's worth the compromise. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to compromise in science. Yes. (laughs) All right. Random number generator. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the episode that we should burn.
1: That's from Animaniacs.
0: Yeah. That's a cartoon. (laughs) It's another very good cartoon (laughs) from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is this episode The Mechanic better or worse? The number 32 on Leather Wings. You know, this is funny. I was just thinking about on leather wings because that being the first episode, there was this long, loving panning shot of the Batmobile in right. that first episode. this made me think of it i th- think I think I would give the edge to this one I agree on leather wings is is a little bit prettier
1: that had it that is. really
0: good t m s animation, yeah, but it was even slower yeah
1: i like the I like learning about Batman's past, so yeah. Yeah, I would go with this one
0: all right, cool well. That's uh, that's going to put this one in probably in the top half of this list. But let's find out. Is the mechanic better or worse than number 31, thanks, RNGesus, Appointment in Crime Alley?
1: I think it's better. Yeah, I'm
0: going to say better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is the mechanic better or worse Ooh, shooting up to the other end of the list. The number five, the man who killed Batman. No. No, not as good. No. Man Man Who Killed Batman. I mean, we were saying Sid the Squid, that ambition.
1: That was a great, just well spaced out.
0: Yeah, well uh, constructed story. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. and the the voice acting, Matt Frewer did a bang up job. Yeah, Mark Hamill.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just no comparison. Yeah. All right. Jeez, we are we're just bouncing all around. Back down to number 29 is the mechanic, better or worse than off-balance. I think it's better. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Off-balance had like it 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 had, you know, Talia who I think as as screen presences go, like supporting Batman cast, I would take Talia over Earl.
1: I get that but I feel like uh like, this not, one was its own thing whereas uh, off balance felt like a GI Joe thing.
0: I, I mean you're not wrong on the other hand we had we had the Pirate Mook. We had well <laughs> On the other hand Pirate Mook was, you know, barely above baseline. He yeah. had more personality. These Mooks
1: pretty smart Mooks.
0: Yeah, smart Mooks. So yeah, I mean Mook Mook wise this episode was better. Yeah. But we had the set piece on the Statue of Liberty. We had... It's true. We had the
1: Count. I love the Count. I mean, you, do, you do like the Count. I like the Count a lot.
0: <laughs> and you know, nothing against Earl, but in this episode, he comes off as a discount Lucius Fox.
1: <laughs> yeah. To,
0: to the point where in Batman Begins, that version of Lucius Fox was basically Lucius Fox meets Earl. Right. Um... So I, I think I would give off Balance the Edge.
1: Okay. Well, there was that fun spiral effect that was in.
0: Yeah, some good animation there. Yeah. Some like fun. You can tell the animators were having fun with it.
1: All right, I concur. Mm. Yeah, not not like head
0: and shoulders above it, no. but I I would give it the advantage. Yeah. So, geez, actually, that leaves us with just one more decision to make. Okay. Is the mechanic better or worse than Number Thirty Tiger
1: Tiger? <laughs> you're <laughs> tired tire get up there so high? Uh, <laughs> I think that's because you talked me into it. That's why. <laughs> uh, I think it's better as I grab a knife. <laughs>
0: I'm, 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 I'm not committing to a knife fight, but I I do want to get some. I want to I want to confirm with science. Okay. Okay. So let's let's go through it scientifically. Okay. This episode had top tier mooks. Yeah. It had some fun settings, you know, with the penguins underground lair. Yes. I mean, the airport
1: was a decent, you know. Yeah, I had fun with that. It reminded me of the movie Speed. Yeah. I think that's why I liked it so much. See that?
0: (laughs) I like Tigress. I like the. See, I like the island setting in Tiger Tiger,
1: but I don't like anything that happened there. Very good diegetic sound. In, yeah, in Tiger Tiger. Granted, design. that I thought the sound effects were very well done in Tiger Tiger. Um, I like the world building of, of this episode. Yeah, we, we I, st- I it's something that you don't typically think about. Where did Batman get the Batmobile? Yep. Who designed the Batman? Who built the Batmobile? And it's, it's like fan fiction that became a reality. Um, I like Earl. I like the exposition scene. I know that you felt it wasn't really your yeah. f- favorite. I like that. I mean, there's there's nothing about the story
0: itself that I dislike, like his motivation, mm-hmm. you know, standing up. It does endear him to the audience. Like, hey, this is a guy who stands up against corrupt right. authority. That's awesome. I just, the way it was told, I wish they'd found a, a more clever way to, to dump that exposition on us.
1: I, I, but, I see. I, I feel you on... On that. But I felt like Tiger Tiger yeah. was a lot of just drawn out. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bridge scene is really the only action-packed scene I could think of on that island. Yeah, all right. You, you, you know what? Like halfway through that conversation, I'm like, no,
0: Kenny's right. But I <laughs> I wanted to prove it with science. That's that's all. I just wanted to do our due diligence We did here. the right thing. Yeah. When you
1: break it down with science, and that's yep. what it's about. It's that's, not opinion.
0: Yep. We're, that's what
1: we're here to do <laughs> is prove things with science.
0: And now not only are we right, but we've shown our work. Exactly. Just, That's what teachers care about. Yeah. You know? just like anybody can, can look up the answer in the back of the book. Yeah. And not only not only are we not doing that, we're writing the book right now. Exactly. In in future generations, future generations of school children <laughs> when they're doing their Batman <laughs> homework, the lazy ones yeah. will look up our list in the back of the textbook. This is our work cited right here. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, I used to hate that with teachers they would grade your math mm-hmm. and you'd have to work out the equation. Yeah. And if you just put the answer, they would like still mark some points off. Say, yep. Fuck you. I had the answer. Yeah, right? jerk. <laughs> do I really got to show you how the fraction becomes a decimal? Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I was helping one of my, uh, so, you know, I do the, the respite care for, yeah. for, uh, developmentally disabled kids or not always developmentally. Some of them, some of them physically too, but, um, I, I was helping one of them with her homework. She had to write a five paragraph essay. Remember five paragraph essays? Yeah. God, those things are horseshit.
1: It was uh, the introduction, one that would back it up, and then a paragraph that would back up that backup, and then a second, yeah, was, you know, thing yeah. that, and then that yeah. fourth would back up the back.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, an introduction, three three paragraphs of body, and then the fifth exactly. was was the conclusion, and it's just such an artificial construction. And she was running up against, well, my teacher says we need seven sentences in a paragraph in the body. And I'm like, shit, seven? I remember it being five. <laughs> but also, I remember getting to paragraph to, to sentence four and going, I have said everything there is to say. I'm done. God damn it. Now I have to I have to repeat
1: myself to get that fifth sentence in there. Do you remember the word count stuff? It'd have yep. to be like a two hundred word whatever. Literally. Yeah. I got it down. I got 70 words here. I can't make this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's just
0: so artificial. And I would
1: know I am making
0: this worse by adding redundant sentences. This is worse writing, but I have to do it or the teacher will mark me down. Yeah. And that just like... Cause as a kid, I liked writing, and they were actively making me hate the thing yeah. I loved.
1: <laughs> Fuck school. So yeah, exactly, kids. Kids drop out of school right now.
0: <laughs> Get out of there.
1: That's what we learned today. School is bullshit. That's right. You didn't. You thought were you were talking about Batman today? Yeah. Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking
0: about Star Trek Picard. Yeah,
1: we really went off tangent <laughs> yeah. on this episode. <laughs> oh
0: wow. Yeah, this is, a, this is a fine enough episode. It's. You know, it's it's a little a little lower than the halfway point. It's fine, but really, what we learned is Star Trek Picard sucks and drop out of school. <laughs>
1: talking about bad writing and yep. Star Trek Picard. Yeah. So there you go, correlation. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, next week we'll be talking about Harley and Ivy.
1: Okay. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? I remember. There's a part where they're like uh, in their underwear mm-hmm. or, or like a, just a, a big shirt. Yep, And I remember uh, Preview Peasant me yep. liking that. <laughs> so,
0: so, I yeah, I remember this being an episode. I'm pretty sure that this is one of the ones. So there's a, a, a like a coffee table book, which I should really see if I can hunt up a copy of. It's a great book. I think it's just called Batman the Animated Series. I don't think it has like an easily Googleable title. Okay, But it's got a lot of neat like behind the scenes stuff. Uh, from the production team, and including a couple of pages on, hey, here's where we were really pushing up against standards and practices. Uh, And I'm pretty sure the scene that you're thinking of was one of those where they were really like, can we get the stuff that we want in here? Is this going to be cool? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so there's that. Um, I believe this is the one that really, like, implies as hard as they could get away with Harley and Ivy are basically gay for each other okay they're essentially a lesbian couple here we couldn't say it but we're going to say it at
1: the most i think poison ivy is yeah and harley is curious
0: yeah i mean she has to be at least bi cuz obviously she well
1: well you know what let's let's we'll not get too deep we'll go episode. yeah save it yeah. for the next episode
0: but that'll be next week in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet?
1: You can find me on Wiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can always find me at HBI2K on Twitter. Again, it's fixed. Yep. <laughs> also,
0: uh, Twitch.tv/slash Ben Creighton. Uh, we're, we're in week one of the Link to the Past Randomizer League, and uh, we've had our first match as a team, not me, well, one of my teammates, uh, we're 0-1, so okay. yeah, we got our asses kicked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we've basically realized we are the underdogs in every match that we go into. If we can, If we can win a match this season we'll be happy. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. You can always find us here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. Thank you so much to everybody who's hit that support button. We really do appreciate it. It helps keep us in microphones and gas money. Yeah. (laughs) And we will see you next time for Harley and Ivy. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.